And we are back. And we just finished watching 2022's Lightyear, rated PG with a runtime of one hour and 45 minutes. This is currently streaming on Disney Plus and comes to us from director Angus McLean with writing credits to Angus McLean, Matthew Aldrich, and Jason Headley. This is the story of the original Buzz Lightyear in this incarnation, voiced by Chris Chris Evans. Evans. Who, along with his, I guess, fellow space ranger, Alicia Hawthorne, voiced by Ozu Aduba, are on a mission that sort of goes unsuccessful and they're trapped on this planet. Buzz tries to remedy his mistake, but in the process loses time as everyone around him continues forging a life while he... (laughs) Buzz is a loser who works himself so much that he has zero life outside of it while his friend is getting women and forming a family. Well, I mean, he desperately wanted to fix his what he felt was his mistake that endangered the mission and that ultimately hurt everyone. But I think he failed to realize that everyone sort of kind of adapted and made the best of their situation. They created this community, which he wasn't a part of. Yeah, because he they, was they, so fixated on fixing his mistake. They created a society. Well, Bud, Bud, Buzz. Buzz basically sacrificed his life to make up for a mistake that I think eventually everybody was just moving on from. I mean, I, I'm sure everybody would have liked to have been able to get off this planet, but it wasn't like they were just like wallowing and suffering and misery. They made lives. They built an entire city, an entire society. And it seemed and like he missed out on all, of, all that of that because every single time he hopped into that ship, he knew he would be missing at least four, four years. years. At minimum, right. Every, everybody point, would, everybody would age. 22 yeah, years? Every, that was the years. last one. Everybody would age. And when he'd come back, it's like, oh, well, you, you're married now. Oh, you, you got a kid now. Oh, you you have a, a grandchild, grandchild now. now. Yeah. It's your 40th anniversary. Meanwhile, his only relationship is with a robot cat. I mean, come on. Socks was the best. It's a great robot cat, but it wasn't much even, wasn't even much of a relationship there because he would come back and he would leave. He would come back. He he probably spent like maybe eight days in the entire society while these other people are living like 40, 50 years. Right, 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 right. The point where he comes back and his friend's dead. Yeah, but then at the end, I mean, at, on the last quote-unquote mission, he does finally take socks with him, but not because he wanted to, probably because of the whole situation, what yeah. was going to happen. I don't think we, it doesn't matter about speaking to spoilers here. I think this movie this, this did film, what it did. Did what it did, came and went, uh, came got and went. a lot of backlash. For stupid uh, reasons. Usually I mean, stupid I'm reasons, not even going to dignify it with, with commentary, but yeah. Yeah. It, I mean... whatever yeah i guess this ultimately was hurt by the nonsense that went on around it this was budgeted at 200 million dollars and only grossed 226 million four hundred twenty five thousand four hundred twenty dollars so i guess in the pantheon of pixar slash disney movies this is not a winner although it's too bad because i i feel like it moved really well. I thought the, sto- the the core of the story, which had nothing to do with homosexual uh, <laughs> undertones or whatever the fuck people were complaining about. 
I mean, I've watched the film and I'm still not gay. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess Disney failed there. I too. mean, yeah, that was the big culture war controversy nonsense that people were complaining about. Oh, I, I also heard other complaints about it that people just didn't understand. They thought that it was going to be a film about the toy. So they were kind of surprised when they went into the theater and it wasn't about the toy. It was about the movie that the toy was based on. Mm-hmm. And some people said that was a reason why it didn't do well. Uh, they were like, oh, where's Tim Allen? F that guy. <laughs> so th- there was that. And I th- I'm pretty sure didn't this come out during COVID? So uh, No, 2022. Came out last year. Yeah, people still weren't really going to the theater. Oh, they were going to the theater more in 2022 than they were in 2020. They were, but the box office has been kind of weird, it's especially right bizarre. after lockdown it's started bizarre. going away. Because because I, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's just people got accustomed to, all right, I'm just going to wait for streaming. Yeah. And, I mean, I, and yeah. Especially, for a, especially for a film like this where all you hear, like the buzz around the, no pun intended, the buzz around the, the film is... Pixar's lost the magic, and this is the downfall of Pixar, and oh, they're oh, you're, they're going to go woke and broke, and 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 all this other nonsense, and oh, it's not even about the toy; it's it's, it's, a, it's a fake sequel, and blah blah blah. No, you know, I what? never heard a positive thing about this movie at all, and after watching it, I'm like, you know what? It was entertaining. Yeah, it moved really well, yeah. and I thought the bigger. Uh, issues in the movie were really, really handled well. It's it's interesting that you said that. I think that that has some truth to it because I just briefly looked at when Top Gun Maverick, which was the film that saved cinema last year, <laughs> was released, and that came out in June, so okay. a month prior to Buzz to Lightyear. Lightyear came out in June of 2022. So. And I think we talked about this when we were talking about the FNAF movie. There is no rhyme or reason why people no, like nothing, what they like anymore. It's just, sense. yeah, nothing makes sense. I think it's just and whatever hits your fancy. Yeah. And FNAF was even more baffling because it came out in the theater and streaming simultaneously. Simultaneously. Yeah. So hats off. So I never want to hear a studio head saying, well, we don't really make money from the streaming because that's obviously bullshit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think unfortunately social media played a big part in hurting this film because I think that it came out June 17th of last year. This is now towards the end of school. Kids are on holiday break. I'm sure a lot of parents didn't send their children to the theaters or allow them to see this movie because of whatever nonsense filtered through from social media into their ear. Yeah, I mean, there's there's big parts of the countries that would let that sort of thing get to them. Yeah, which is unfortunate because I think at the end of the day, this was a fun movie. It was exciting. There were yeah. moments of peril. All the voice actors were great. Wasn't a huge cast, which is nice because then you can really focus on people. The kind of the hero's journey that Buzz goes through is really done well. And it's the movie is long enough that you could really invest in Buzz's character and kind of go on this journey with him and see how he's changed from the start of the film to the end of the film. I'm going to go around the table and get impressions. Olive G, 
you actually surreptitiously saw this movie on your own, watching it a second time. Did you still like it? Did you not like it? Yeah, I still liked it. You liked it? What did you like about it? I don't know. I just liked did it. You just enjoy the story, right? Yeah. It was I fun, know. right? It was a fun, good movie about friendship and space and kind of becoming adaptable to situations. I mean, that's a life lesson. You I, don't, I don't know. I don't, obstacles I, and, I, I don't know if any of that is picked up by kid two by kid two here. It basically was just a fun movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Who was your favorite? That's character? what you could say. Just yeah. let us know why you thought it was fun. What about it was fun? The, the characters, the story, the jokes, the cat, the robots, the bugs. What was, what made it fun? All right, that's fine. Who was your favorite character in the film? Did you have a Socks. Socks. Socks was amazing. I wish we had a Socks. I w- you know what? That would make life so much Disney, easier. Get on it. Create a Socks bot. They ain't, they that, ain't, no, they ain't going to do that. Oh, my God. I would pay I would pay up to two grand for a Socks bot. Disney, that, Disney and Pixar are pretty much just like, we're never going to touch that again. Really? That's so stupid. After all this nonsense. That is so stupid. After all this nonsense. They could really put the A-L-E-X-A like race competition on if they created a sock spot that basically did that but was cuter to look at. Yeah, probably. With like lantern eyes. Man, just on that alone, I would buy that. I'd get one too, but... I don't think there's going to be much marketing material for this. this that's too bad. This movie. That is too bad. That they, is way too bad. They anyway. Had, they had their campaigns. Uh, the, the, the audience has rejected it. And it's like. It's uh, ridiculous. What about Hercules? That the audience has rejected Hercules. And Hercules had an additional problem. The character designs were too hard to make into toys. Is that what that was? Yes. I have to see that because I haven't seen that in years. They were I've too, completely they were too forgotten ang- that They film. were too angular to make into actual toys for children. So that. Olive G, what did you think about Buzz's just complete mania into fixing his, his mistake? He's dumb. Yeah. What Get made- a life, man. Yeah. He should have been a little you- gentler and kinder <laughs> to himself. Have Has nobody... Felt a sense of guilt where you felt like you had to make up for for something that even if it really wasn't your fault, but you felt it was your fault, and you felt I need. If it to wasn't make up my fault, this. then I don't feel guilty. Get a. Do you light. feel? Gee. Do you feel guilty when things are your fault? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Gee, but I don't you- like break the universe in order to solve. <laughs> feel better about it. Gee, have you ever felt like you are you punish yourself? For mistakes, probably more so than you need to? No, it's a reasonable amount. You think it's a reasonable amount? Okay. Uh, How do you give yourself grace when those things happen? How do you say, you know what? I've made a mistake and I can either fix it or I'm going to take this other course of action. I don't know. What would the mistake be? I've never done anything as much of a... I've never screwed up as much as Buzz did. <laughs> was it Buzz's fault? It maybe if he had accepted help instead of trying to do things himself so. or slowed down a bit, then that wouldn't have happened. I think there's a lot of truth there. And I think that's one of the things that he 
has to overcome this mindset, right? He has to... That he's the one who must fix it. He, he, in, in order to succeed, he has to rely on others because sometimes others bring their own expertise into a situation. People something bring that he in can't the do. money. <laughs> and just sometimes, what's the, what's the phrase having... Two sets of eyes or... Teamwork makes the dream work. Two heads Teamwork is better than one. What's that? Two heads is better than one. Two heads is better than one. Teamwork makes the dream work. I think there's there's no I in team. There's no I in team. So mm-hmm. I think that, uh, that's such a great like story to kind of springboard into conversations, especially with younger children, where something like that, where it's like... I mean, especially with little kids, everything is emotional, everything is high stakes, and you kind of have to learn to accept defeat, either try to fix it or figure out a way to overcome obstacles. I think that those are all life lessons, and I think that it's, it's so lovely that Pixar writes these really great stories and addresses these things that are just timely themes. No, lessons. Lessons that need to be told. Cause yes, absolutely. Absolutely. For, for, I mean, we grew up in a different thing where you had the hero. Mm-hmm. Who was infallible. Who, who basically did everything. I mean, uh, sometimes there would be a sidekick, but they would be pretty useless. Or comedy relief yeah. or something like that. But it was like the hero, like Commando. Missing an, or Chuck Norris and missing an action yeah, yeah. Or, or Rambo where one man goes in and just and just wreaks havoc and destroys everything. Every, all the bad guys, you know, evil plans are ruined by that one guy where yeah, the yeah. bad guy is just yeah. clenching his fist and saying something like, Hawk, I'll catch you next time or something like that. Well, I think the bigger I think the bigger commentary in those Movies are that violence is the answer. Yeah, violence is the answer to all your <laughs> issues. <laughs> but, uh, here, but here, obviously, it's, it's, it's a little bit more nuanced yeah, and layered. You're, you're, you're showing kids that they don't, they, they obviously don't have to do it alone. And uh, sometimes sometimes you need a helping hand. And the sidekick doesn't have to be an idiot, although Mo, Mo needed to die. Mo, I, I feel like that was the problem. I mean, it's not that kind of movie, but Jesus. I wanted to kill that guy so much. Voiced he, by the lovely Taiko Atiti. Yeah, just, just. Gee, what did you they think? They should have just kicked him off I a cliff. I was the first one to say that he should die. Yes. <laughs> I think, I think your scenario made me laugh. Just get him in the chair and just kick him right yeah, out. Into space. He's in a rolling chair. There's a cliff right there. Just give him the boot and have him just careen right into the pit. Olive G, what did you think of Mo? Should he have been exiled? Honestly, Mo is really annoying, and I kind of wish he died. <laughs> he, was yeah, his, so, his, he was so useless besides his pen. Yeah, he, the his whole pen was the, more the important pen, I mean, the, that was kind of obvious that it was going to come into play at some point, and finally the pen came into play, and everyone, oh, yay! Great. <laughs> um, the pen was more useful than Mo. Gee, did you think this was a terrible film? Um, no. No. Did you have a favorite scene? Not really. No. Would you recommend this film? If somebody said to you, hey, I've never seen Lightyear, should I watch it? What would you say? Um, I mean, if someone asked me about it, I'd be like, if you have free time, it's it's entertaining-ish. 
But I wouldn't go out of my way to be like, oh, my God, guys, have you seen Lightyear? I don't right, think right. I'd ever be like that. Yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. What did you think of the... Can we? I guess we can speak to spoilers, right? We already said we were. Oh. What did you think about the towards the end with the big reveal when we find out the identity of who exactly Zerg is? I knew that already. You did, but... In the context of the story, how did you feel about it? I mean, it made sense. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It's a thing that I feel like a lot of movies, like the the Flash movie, Barry Allen versus Barry Allen. It's like a new, I guess, storyline trope. Olive G, what did you think of the idea of when it's revealed that Zerg is basically Buzz? What, how, what did you think of that? Uh, I thought it made sense, but like, didn't in Toy Story they say that Zerg was his father? I don't they remember. Did. Oh, did they? Yeah. But that was just like a Star Wars joke. Uh, well, I think the lore here is kind of muddy, right? I mean, Buzz in the Toy Story movies is just a toy. Right. So you can sort of play off of that. And I guess it makes sense to kind of align it more to Star Wars. And here you kind of have the more deep dive into the mythos of Buzz Lightyear. This is this is the real person that the toy is based on. So I think it's I think it was smart to cast a different actor. I don't think it should have been Tim Allen. I mean, I think Tim Allen should only voice Buzz the toy. That makes sense, right? Cuz that's how we've been introduced to that character and that's the voice that we know for that character. So I think having the actual Space Ranger, Buzz Lightyear, being voiced by somebody like Chris Evans made sense. I think that the overall themes in this film explored are really, they're timely and they're good and definitely lessons that you want to introduce younger kids to. And it's, it's a shame that, what would you say, like two minutes of the movie sort of tainted the overall... Yeah. It, it it's just weird. It's it's just bizarre that l- like a lot of people view that sort of thing as uh, I guess to me acknowledging the existence of something is not indoctrinating people into it. Fair, absolutely. Agreed. That and that's the you hear that word a lot: indoctrinate, indoctrinate, indoctrinate. And I don't think people even know what it means. It's because that's the word that they used on television by the the maniac who's like a complete fanatic and just doesn't want anybody. This this is not happening. It's like, remember when Iran was ruled by that weird skinny guy on the suit? (laughs) And he was like, there aren't any gay people in Iran. They don't exist here. (laughs) It's like that. It's like, that's what they want. And it's sort of, this is something that's real. It exists. There are people who prefer this yeah and that's who they are and they acknowledging right the fact yeah, that they are exist. there yeah. does not mean that you have to do what they do right or we want your kids to do what they do yeah. or we're teaching you this is the way it's got to be from now on no it's just an acknowledgement of something that exists right it's like stuff exists right. and if you want to pretend that it doesn't by just never showing it in any sort of thing that's supposed to reflect humanity. It's like you're the ostrich sticking your head in the ground. Right. Nothing's going to change the fact that this stuff is here. And you may not agree with it. Fine. 
Yeah. Nobody's so long as nobody's getting hurt. Right. Just move on with your freaking life. Right. People like eating bad food. Okay, great. If you think that that's a bad thing, people shouldn't eat bad food. Shut up. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. I want my pizza. I want my Reese's mochi peanut donut. butter cups, mochi donut, whatever. Mm. Okay. It exists. Yeah. Accept the fact that it exists and live your life in peace. And I'm not trying to shove that bad food down your throat. Just know that it exists and some people enjoy it. That's a very, I guess, timid analogy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's roughly the same thing. And some yeah. people just can't understand it. They're like, oh, well, yeah, there's nothing wrong with eating bad food. There's nothing wrong with, with uh, two, two women, women forming a family. Forming a family. Yeah. It's just that's how it is now, and and guess you're what? Gonna, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see it more because now you the people who who used to be like really in charge and were like really vehement against it to the point of violence. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, those people don't have as much power as they used to. Right, and and guess at what? least at least not here. I mean, right. it, sure. we're, fair, I'm fair not fair. talking about the rest of the world because yeah, that's that stuff still happens to the rest of the world. Right. There's still lots of places. Oh, hell, there's places where women are basically pets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can't do anything about that. But if if the fanatics would have their way, it's like, why, why, is, why is that lady the boss? Mm-hmm. Why was Buzz Lightyear subordinate to that woman? That yeah. You know what? I bet somebody was pissed off about that. that. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, my God. I'm and sure. she, and, and not only was she a woman, woman she was a oh my, black woman what? on top of that. A black woman was ordering Buzz white, Lightyear yeah, around? A white Look at man. Buzz Lightyear's chin. It's so huge and manly. He should have been in charge. He should have been in charge. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure. So, I'm really sure somebody probably got bent out of shape. So, question for you. So, how. Uh, help me understand this. How does a show like Modern Family exist for years and years and years in which one of the prominent characters is a gay couple with an adopted child, right? That show went on for years. And yet you have one movie where you're introduced to a gay couple who have, what, maybe a minute of screen time together? I think, I think the issue is it's because this is actually geared towards children. And Modern Family is more for adults. I mean, it's not like adults like... Oh, well, saxophone music and sexy stuff. It's an adult comedy. Little kids probably aren't saxophone music. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Greasy saxophone man playing a saxophone with all his muscles. We gotta put Lost Boys on the list at some point. <laughs> um, but yeah, Modern Family isn't really targeted towards children. But and it was on an early time slot. It was on, it was yeah, it on was on at like an, 10 o'clock No, no, no. At night. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it was the audience for Modern Family wasn't little kids. Like kids All who right, were watching Craig of the Creek were not like, All right, Modern Family. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> I would like to point out that in Craig of the Creek, there's a lesbian couple. Yeah, I mean, there you go. And, 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 and it's one of the main characters with the girl. Okay. There you go. And the episode. Shush! I'm saying something. I'm making a point here. Okay. The episode where they get together is very cute and sweet, and I liked it. Oh. Okay. But okay. what I'm saying is that Modern Family, it it's didn't get as much backlash from these crazy groups mm-hmm. 
because they didn't have that whole, it's indoctrination. Little kids, little impressionable children must never know that, that, gay, people that gay people exist. They oh must gosh. never know. They, sure they, they have do. to, they, I, I'm sure you, 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 they should probably like put out some sort of like thing where it's like, well, what, what age? Like on their 14th birthday, do you suddenly say, hey kid, gay people exist? Or do you have to wait till 15? Maybe 16, maybe 18. What is it? What would make you happy? It's stupid. It's just Agreed. incredible. I mean, Agreed. that is a stupid question. Yeah. What age? It's yeah. just dumb. It's I'm just pretty sure my people children will walk have had... around. People will walk around with little kids, and it's just like, why are those two dudes holding hands? Oh, because they're probably gay. Yeah. What does that mean? It means they're they love each other. Yeah. Just like mommy and daddy love each yeah. other. Who cares? It's not like, oh well, now we must go into the whole aspects of their sexual life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, no. <laughs> That's what they think. Yeah. That's what they think. They think, well, they they think that if you watch this, you're immediately gay. After yeah. Watching this. Yeah. And you, you just, you just, um, you're the first. Newsflash. I'm still straight. You, you leave the theater and you go into the homoerotic section of the local bookstore with your child. It. And you're, yeah. you pick out a couple of, of saucy tales. Yeah. The saucy <laughs> tales. <laughs> Fruity tales. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we have to ridicule this because it's you, like you must ridicule yes, this, this this sort is, of thinking, yeah, because it is incredibly stupid. It is incredibly stupid. I mean, I'm sure my children both have had classmates and playmates that have had parents who are both same sex, and it well, didn't I, twist I, them. I it remember didn't make them different. It didn't make them like oh. This is this is now the lifestyle I yeah, want. No. I, I know. I remember growing up, and like it, it turned out, one of my sister's friends was gay, and then it turns out one of my sister's friends, her 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 father was just like, you know what? I don't want to be married anymore. I'm actually gay. Yeah. And it was just like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. Personally, I didn't care at all because it it didn't affect my life. Right. Right. And I knew that people like that existed. Right. Big whoop. Yeah. I don't... The, why are you making a big deal out of it and giving it so much... If you really want to make... Sh like, live in this world of blissful ignorance... Yeah. Shut up about it. Yeah, exactly. Because the more you talk about it, the more the more spotlight you're putting on it. So just right. shut up. Right. Just shut up and live your life. Well, my, Go to my church other, and shut up. My other gripe is, like, especially all these politicians who come down with, like, the hammer of Thor with these stupid, stupid bills and, and things and then it's like such and such congressman was in the bathroom yeah it's with a, a young yeah. escort and it's like what <laughs> wasn't this the same clown yeah. that was like passing yeah. anti-trans laws yeah. oh i love when stories like that come out like I there know. was one guy was so who was brief. like caught fleeing like some giant gay orgy <laughs> with like 25 <laughs> other men and it's he was like one amazing. of the most anti-gay politicians. I yeah. love hearing about stuff it's, like that. It's yeah. fun. It's this, and it's funny, but it's like it happens more than you, you think. think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and honestly, who cares? Yeah. As you, long as it's two consenting adults. I mean, obviously, you don't want some guy who's trying to get children. That's crappy. All right. So, I does anybody have any other commentary that they would like to add? 
No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm also good. All right. I'm going to go around the table and get numbers. Olive G, you've actually seen this more than once. What did you think of this film? One to ten. Uh, I'll give it like a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Did you, the first time that you saw it, what did you think? Uh, that was good. Yeah, it was entertaining. What about yeah. the second time that you saw it? It was exactly the same as I So you still it. found it entertaining and fun and you like the characters, right? Yeah. Except and for Mo. Except for Mo, right, because I think you were also on the murder bandwagon. And uh, your favorite character was Socks. Yeah. Yeah. Gee, one to ten. Uh, I'll give it like a six. A six. Uh, six and a half. It was entertaining. You, yeah. Six and a half. This was your first time watching this film. What did you ultimately think was the core message here? Don't waste your whole life fixing one mistake and give yourself some, cut yourself some slack. Excellent. Very good. I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's ultimately what the story was about. Did you feel, uh, I'm going to go to you. What Your number, one to ten. I'd give it a seven. A seven? Mm-hmm. What did you like most about it? Um, they really up the, the visuals. I mean, that this yeah. was beautifully Beautiful. done. Yeah. Like they, Pixar has come so far when it comes to their animation. And this was really nice. Like everything looked fantastic. The Zerg looked amazing. amazing. Yeah. The uniform, the Buzz Lightyear space suit, um, the way the light would glint off the glass of their helmets. helmets yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, the, the attention to detail on here is amazing. You know what? I'm glad you said that because one of my favorite scenes was when Abby goes from one spaceship to the other. Yeah. And you see Isn't stuff like Izzy? that. Izzy. Oh, what did I say? Abby. Abby. What, Abby. what movie am I thinking of? We just FNAF. Something. That's right. There was an Abby in FNAF. So this was Izzy. Absolutely correct. Voiced by the lovely Kiki Palmer. Yes. When Izzy, thank you. Gene, for correcting me, when Izzy goes from one ship to the other, like that whole sequence was really, really well done. And you see that in other like sci-fi space movies. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, that was beautiful. I agree with you. Again, space is sexy, but terrifying. And I think they made a joke about that here as well. Yeah, space is terrifying and horrible. Yeah. I would not want to go to space. Did you, as a follow-up question, did you feel yourself indoctrinated by this film? <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving you. I'm going to go find, uh, find some guy in a thong or something. Big chin, like Buzz? Big, yeah, big beefy chin with a hole in the tip of it. Uh, no, this is, that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, this it's, is a kid's it, movie. This is a kid's movie. It's a fun movie. Oh my God! Oh, it shows that gay people exist. Get yeah. over it. Get over it. Yeah. It's not even we got. They showed us deep, intimate conversations between the. Uh, they may have just been photographs for for all the interaction that the all the gay interaction that occurred in this movie. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I'm tired of talking about that. Um. I also something that you said that I also want to highlight. Yes, if we go back and watch the first Toy Story, the animation is just. Crazy it's, rudimentary it's so and Stone Age compared basic, to this, really especially, <laughs> especially people. Yes. Oh my god! The, yeah, the, yeah. The, the bully kid. Also, yeah. the bully kid's dog. 
Yeah, the, the first dog. Toy Story looks nothing like the fourth one. It's like no, not at all. So bad. <laughs> it's so funny though. <laughs> but the 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 story still holds. The story, up. the story holds it's still up. Lovely. It's lovely. It's a great story. Yeah. And you know what? It's kind of funny. We've had conversations recently about rebooting properties. I would love for them to redo Toy Story, but wait, exactly the same, exactly the same. Oh, just with the but nice just with the newer the newer technology and the newer illustrations, don't you think? Like just shot for shot, make it the same thing. You don't even have to have these voice actors just replay the soundtrack from the first film. Yeah. You know what? That would sort of be interesting to see, but that's sort of like let's just just leave it as it is. Don't really, yeah, because then then now you're moving into like what George Lucas did with Star Wars and all that stuff. Don't tinker with stuff in the past. Yes, it. It was them crawling before they ran. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it interesting. Because when we saw it initially, we were like, Oh my gosh, this is is the future, man. And it's only gotten so much better. It's crazy. So yeah, it would be an interesting experiment. Like if there is a a computer graphics person or group out there who just would like an interesting little exercise... Yeah, do that. Sort of like how, uh, what's his name? The dude from uh, that 70s show, Topher Grace. Oh, how he re he, he edits He re-edits it's, movies. Yeah. And like he'll never show them to anybody because obviously he doesn't have the rights, but apparently they're very good. good. Like I heard he re-edited the, the, the prequel trilogy yeah. Yeah. and he actually made it into a decent yeah. set of movies. Yeah, He just like, he condensed it all into one movie or something like that. Awesome. It was like two hours and it yeah. was perfect. Is that what he's doing with his time now? Because I don't see him and stuff anymore. <laughs> uh, does, does he need to work? Probably I mean, so that's, that 70 show is playing, playing somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if, if somebody were to like, okay, we're a graph, we're a computer graphics company. We want to show our stuff. Let's redo Toy Story with really awesome graphics. Yeah. Like yeah. today's level of computer generation. Asian. Yeah. That would be interesting to see. I'd love but to see I, it. It's still, I, I think that it's important that we see the first Toy Story as, as it was is. with all its warts and just be like, you know what? This is still fantastic. Yeah. It, the it, shows you, it shows it. you that they weren't relying on just wowing people with computer graphics. No. They wanted to tell a good, solid story. story. And they do. And, and that's do. a movie that you can watch and now, that, even that's with why, those special effects, yeah. and still be impacted. Yeah, that's that's why that's what stands the test of time. I the mean, storytelling, yeah. There are plenty of films that we grew up with where the special effects are like, oh, that's so fake. Look at Terminator. When 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 the, the all his skin finally comes off and it's that Ray Harryhausen skeleton. Yeah. Moving around. That looks terrible. It doesn't look terrible. It it's just so it, bad. don't kiss on my child. It's so <laughs> terrible. It Stop looks talking. it looks dated. Yes. But at the time you were just like, Wow, oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That movie gave me Ajita. Yeah. So I, I think let's just keep things as they were. Okay, yeah, it would be cool. But no. Let's just keep things as they were. Olive, what did you say? Seven and a half? Yeah. G said six and a half. You said what? Seven. Seven. I'm going to give it an eight. I think from where it starts to where it ends, it's a lovely story. I agree with you. I think the animation on this, if you are someone that wants to get into filmmaking, if you want to get into animation, even voiceover, absolutely get on over to D plus and check out 
Lightyear from 2022. It's absolutely wonderful storytelling. It is absolutely just a treat for the eyes. The visuals on this thing are amazing. Amazing. The voice actors all did a great job. And I think the crux of the story is just fantastic. I think it's a shame that people let Fox News commentary cloud their judgment and basically tell them how to live instead of experiencing life for themselves. Sort of like Buzz. I mean, you missed out on a good movie. You did miss out on a good movie. I highly, highly recommend it. I have kids. I don't have a problem. And even if my kids were younger, I wouldn't have a problem showing this film to them because it's my job as a parent to supplement these storytelling experiences with my own parental guidance and tell my children, guess what? Izzy had grandmothers that Mm -hmm. were in a loving relationship, had a son who then became her father and were basically at the end a loving family. So absolutely, if you haven't seen Lightyear, we highly recommend it. We think it's great. Do yourself a favor, go on over to Disney+. Plus. It's, again, P- rated PG. There's nothing objectionable in it. Mm. It's one hour and 45 minutes. This is from last year. It unfortunately didn't do the box office, and I'm sad that we will never see a soft spot. <laughs> I would like to put that in the, uh, in the suggestion box for Disney, a soft spot. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's it from us, and we will bid everyone a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.